Hey y'all, my name is Noah Carter and you're listening to Let's Chat with Carter. Hello, hello, hello. Um, Y'all, I just got back from my little birthday trip. I was gone for about four to five days, five, four, I think it was four days, but I took a birthday trip to San Diego and that was fun. That was exactly what I needed. And I just wanted to recap, basically go over what I learned being 22, um, what I'm going to take into being 2020, uh, 2023, 23, as well as just some things that I did in San Diego, what I've learned from like planning that trip. Um, yeah, just drop all the fun details and gossip of what happened on my journey throughout life with age and whatnot in those pivotal moments in my life. So stay tuned, get comfortable, get your drinks, get a popcorn, do what you need to do. Because, yeah, I'm just going to have fun. And obviously today, or well, not obviously, depending on what you're looking at. If you're looking at the screen, if I'm all on your screen, um, I'm doing it solo. And, yeah, that's kind of, I think, uh, I don't know. That's kind of what I wanted to do for my birthday podcast. So, like, I had this planned out. But, yeah, yeah. So, we're doing it solo. And enjoy. So, let's start. I want to start from the very beginning. Like, for my 23rd birthday, I don't know, this, like, since 2023 has started, I haven't really felt like it was going to be a, a special year. It just felt awkward. I don't know if anyone else has felt that way, that, like, 2023 just feels, like, very flat. Nothing exciting. Things happen, but, like, nothing really pivotal or monumental, at least for me. I feel like nothing serious has, like, changed in my life. It feels very much just like a progression of, like, I'm working towards something and nothing has really happened um, to, like, mark that this has... To, to mark that it's 2023, if that even makes sense. But, yeah, so I had, like, low expectations for this year. And with that, I was... This was, like, the first year I wasn't going to do anything really for my birthday and then last, like, literally in June or, like, the month prior to that, so May, I was like, okay, I'm going to regret that. So let me just plan something to do for my birthday. And within, I think, within the begin, the first week of June, I decided, okay, we're just going to do San Diego. You know, like, that's quick. Um, doesn't need, because I usually like to travel or fly somewhere. And with, like, it not being three months in advance, which I try to have my birthdays and plan out an itinerary three months in advance so I can get the payments, everything, schedule payments for everyone. Um, but, yeah, since I was, like, cutting it close, I was like, let me do something where they don't have to fly. Um, we'll just do San Diego. Quick drive, if anything. If someone wants to drive out, they can drive, like, less than two hours out um, this, that day. Or if they can choose to stay at the Airbnb, they can do that. Um, and, yeah, that was my plan. And a lot of things happen when I tell you, like I experienced so many different things and reasons and um, I guess complaints as well as like just a lot of stuff from a lot of different people on this trip and trying to set that up with a, a big group. It was very interesting. It was a very interesting time. Like I think 
the biggest takeaway that I took from it was the fact that like people's communication, like obviously I know that everyone's communication is different, everyone's position in life when it comes to finances and like time management, all that kind of things are very different. But when I tell you, I don't really, it's been a while since I've like had to do customer service and I felt like this was very much customer service. Like I just, it was a lot. Um, so in the future, I will definitely say it will be three months in advance all the time. Like I'm not gonna, if, even if I don't, if I plan on not doing something for my birthday, I'm going to at least have like an itinerary set because I'm never going to like be in this position that I was this year because it was very stressful and it wasn't needed. And I don't like planning. Like, I don't like hosting things. Like it was my first thing trying to first time trying to host something. So yeah, it was just, it, the hosting is not for me. That's what I've learned. But initially I was trying to get a house Airbnb um, for like, I think, I don't know how many people, like initially it was supposed to be for 10 and then it started to trickle down from there. But like I knew it was supposed to be a, like what, six day, I think a six day thing from the June, June, June 30th to um, July 5th. Yeah, July 5th, so that what, that's like six days? Yeah, about six days, um, five nights, and 10 people max were supposed to stay in there, and that would have been perfect. It was about 3,000 or a little bit more than that, um, 3,000 for, for the whole duration of the trip. And yeah, splitting with 10 people, that would have worked, but I just dealing with time zones and like people needing to call off from work and everything and like not being able to go for the whole duration of the trip, all that type of stuff, finances, it just did not work out. And it was just so annoying. And I think I'm over, like I'm simplifying it because this was within weeks of processing and like having to obviously find the Airbnb, having to price everything out, how to get in contact with everyone, having to see who can make my actual birthday or who wants to actually stay at the Airbnb, Who? how long can people stay? It was just a big process within a month that I feel like I didn't need to take on. And plus like finding out, like creating a whole itinerary of things to do with that, that whole day, like all those six, like five, six days was a lot. And yeah, your boy was stressed out. And yeah, I don't like doing that. Like I personally, I like planning stress, but I don't like doing it within like that time period, within a short time period. So yeah, yeah, it was just an interesting experience. Everything kind of panned out, but you know, yeah, that was what it was. But other than that, I had so many stories, like, following up to it. It was very interesting. Like, I remember, I think it was, like, two days prior to, what, June 30th? Because at that point, I had, like, uh, there was, like, supposed to be six people going. Then all of a sudden, people couldn't get the Airbnb and book the Airbnb. So, therefore, I was like, okay, and I'm already at six people this is already becoming, I put it at 350 per person, but initially the, it cost 500 per person with six people, but I was already covering like what, $700 on top of like, like, of like all the decorations and getting a cake and the drinks and stuff like that. And I was planning on doing an open bar. So it was a lot. It was just like, um, if one more person drops out, I can't do it. Two more people ended up dropping out. So I had to cancel the Airbnb. And then I ended up getting booking a, my own Airbnb just for myself on the fly. 
um, which turned out perfect. But yeah, it was just a very hectic moment that I really did not care for. And it was just frustrating. I got into it with a few, well, not a few friends, literally two people specifically. And that was not the vibe. I'm like, why am I getting into it with you? Like, for what? Like, planning my birthday. It was so, it was so irrelevant. And yeah, it was just like, yeah, I don't know. And then other people with like communication, some people didn't reply, some people replied really late and all that type of stuff. It was just a headache, which I will be not having next time. But yeah, ended up getting my own Airbnb from the second, I ended up doing the second to the fifth. So I even cut my, my days down by two because of like having to obviously pay for it myself and yeah, it was just like, I don't need to do that much. And I obviously need to pay for like meals and stuff like that. So I, I thought that like that duration, like four days was perfectly fine for me. And yeah, I did that. So starting out, I will say when I got there on June 30th, like what what I do? I ended up going to a mission basilisk or something, basilisk, I don't know. It was a church, like an old church in mission Mission Hills, was it Mission Valley? I think it was Mission Valley. Near, it was right next to um, um, SDSU, the San Diego State University. So it was right near there, went there first, and then met up with a friend at this um, seafood place in downtown. And that was cute, met up with two, um, two friends. And yeah, that was a cute vibe. Parking was terrible, like, which I knew. Anything in downtown, anything downtown, I'm assuming, Parking is going to be atrocious, but I ended up paying $15 for two hours. Like, that was insane. Two hours, it was the convenience parking, but yeah, it was $15 for two hours. And then with that experience, there was like a homeless man who came out of nowhere and was like, was sleeping in someone's car, and then they ended up getting into it. It was a very interesting first experience. Like... It was crazy. I actually have a video. Oh, I can put a video up. So yeah, I'll probably drop the video here. Hey. It's time to go. My doors will be locked, babe. Yeah. And yeah, it was just very, it was crazy. Like the guy ended up like trying to break the person's window. I don't think I got that part on video, but yeah, he just slept, was sleeping in the guy's car while they were at, at a restaurant or whatever they were doing. The guy came back and was like, hey, why are you in my Jeep? It was like an open Jeep or whatnot. And the guy got, was into it. He was like, oh, I can sleep wherever I want. And like, he was very on, you can tell he did drugs and stuff like that. So he wasn't in a great space. But at the same time, it was like, okay, and what do I got to do with this, you know? So, yeah, it was just an interesting time. That's where I was like, okay, I'll park my car here. I had to wait a minute and was like, okay, it's fine. He ended up leaving, ended up meeting the friends at the seafood restaurant. Um, and, yeah, that was good. Overpriced, very much. But, yeah, we did that, met up. Then after that, we went to Hillcrest. And... That was on a Sunday night, and Sunday night's clubbing has never been a vibe for me. It was okay. It was a great introduction because one thing I, first thing I noticed compared to like LA and San Diego, um, the clubs are way more spacious in San Diego. Like the layout in LA, everything's very cramped, but in San Diego, 
it was it breathed room for like I guess clubbing as well as socializing like it had bar areas with like seats and everything an open outdoor space patio area where you can get air and like talk or amongst people and everything bathrooms were good um the i guess the, the diversity was the biggest thing for me like at the clubs the diversity was really nice in san diego very white very very white that is the whitest place i've ever been like compared to san francisco san diego eats the cake it takes the cake babe i have never like no because i went to san luis obispo and it was very white but like that was very it was a different type of white it was a type of white where they stare at you white like you know like it was different it was very it was a very different experience like i'm not used to that um, yeah, I'm not used to that at all. Like, you know, you, people hear about it, people hear about microaggressions, but it very much did have those Karens who were like very pretentious and everything. Like I had certain experiences where I was like, okay, so it was a little different. Like it was peaceful at like, I loved the area and everything about San Diego in general, very spacious, no traffic, um, beautiful beaches, nature, all that type of stuff. Very nice place to like live. But as a person of color and as a darker person of color, um, not for me. I rarely found anyone who was my skin tone. Like if I found a black person, they were literally very whitewashed, very light skin, either biracial or just really light. And it didn't feel like they had really a connection with like blackness in a way. It just felt like you are from a predominantly white space and yeah, it just felt like you, we, we don't really correlate on certain things. Yeah, that's what I noticed because it was never times where I saw like a group of black people just hanging out. It was very much like one or two black groups amongst like everybody, you know, like the diverse, well, not even diverse moment. Like, yeah, I don't know, it was very interesting. But anywho, the club was diverse. The club was diverse and I really appreciated that. And it just had different people of all um, cultures, nationalities, body sizes, and all that type of stuff um, in comparison to like a place like WeHo or if you've been to any of the, the um, warehouse parties, those get very white, muscular, circus, jock-ish type, which doesn't really give in my personal opinion. And the music was way better, like not uns uns music, which I can do sometimes, but yeah, it had music that was just really good and I appreciated it. And I had fun my first night. Like, that was a good introduction. Second night, that was actually my birthday. That was actually super fun. I really, I don't know. Well, we'll start from where it began. So, in the morning, I went out for a little hike, did a little morning hike um, in Mission Bay. And that was super cute. Like, where I was staying was in um, the house. I was staying at an Airbnb. It was someone's house. And I had just a certain room, which wasn't, I didn't have to enter their space to get into the room. I went through the backyard and entered. I'll give like a link below on if you want to like check out the Airbnb because it was super nice, super affordable. I only paid like 800 for the duration of four days. Um, and yeah, like super nice, super, everything was just perfectly laid out. And it was just a super nice family and everything. Um, super nice area was like on top of a hill so you can just see everything from miles like it was a great view you can see the beach it was 15 minutes away from everything so it was really perfect really cheap 
um, Ubers, like the most that I spent was like $15 on an Uber going to Hillcrest or whatnot, like between 12 and 15. So 12 and 15 minutes everywhere and 12 to 15 minutes, um, 12 to $15 from like Ubering from Hillcrest and that was it. That's all the only place that I Ubered because I just need to Uber when I'm drunk. <laughs> We're responsible. Um, but yeah, that was the vibe. That was the vibe. Um, so went running on my birthday, ended up going back, getting ready to go to brunch with a friend. Um, and this day I had an itinerary planned out. I would say the whole trip, I really didn't get to much of my itinerary, which I didn't plan on getting my full, like knocking out everything on the itinerary. But I will say like, there was like a lot of like downtime and I didn't feel like doing a lot. And yeah. It has turned out to be just a very chill birthday vacation, which I appreciated personally. I really loved that it was really chill. Um, but yeah, it was very gloomy in La Jolla. That's the first day we actually went to La Jolla for brunch. It was at the cottage. Um, and yeah, that was like an hour or something away. And I think from, like, I was already feeling weird, not gonna lie to you. Um, my stomach was hurting. I was already having bowel movements because of the alcohol from last night. Um, what else? Like, it was obviously gloomy. Um, I was, people were like, automatically in the morning, I was getting a whole bunch of birthday texts, but as well as like people who were supposed to arrive that day were already telling me that they weren't going to make it for so-and-so reasons. Yeah. Uh, for so-and-so reasons. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's whatever. You know, you really can't do anything about it. Um, and yeah, so that was like the start of the day. And it was just feeling very off. I didn't like the weather. I am very much a person who, if the weather is not it, it'll affect my mood, sadly. Like, it really does. And so I didn't like that general area. La Jolla is supposed to be a beautiful place. I planned on getting in the water. Did not get in the water that day. I was like, no, there's no sun out and the water is ice cold. It's Pacific water, so we're not doing that. Um, yeah, yeah. It was still a vibe, though. We ended up eating like an hour later. Um, after that, we decided, because I was supposed to do a picnic brunch, or a picnic, um, a birthday picnic at Ellen, Ellen Golding, or Browning Park, right next to, like, right next to the cove, La Jolla, um, La Jolla's Cove. Didn't end up doing that because of the, I guess, the gloominess, and we ended up going to, um, Mission Beach. Mission Beach? Yeah, Mission Beach for... Uh, just to do the picnic there, people were supposed to make it. No, only it was just me and a friend who were able to make it. Everyone else told me that they were either going to make it late or they weren't going to make it at all, and that was fine. So ended up doing that. Then we went back, got ready to go for the dinner later on, and that's when three of my friends showed up, which I really appreciated them. They were just coming out for the night, and it really just emphasized to me that... If they want to, they will. People who, I understand people have different reasons of why they can show up, but if you want to, you will. Because let me give you a picture of like, oh geez, really are just down, just really, I don't know. There are certain people in that in your life that it's just like, they are the real ones. For, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> Um, yeah, they, they were real ones because they drove, like, what? I think they picked up a friend from L.A. coming from the, I, from the IE. 
then ended up driving to San Diego. So that was already like, what, three to four hour, a four hour drive. And they didn't make it to the park, but they made it to the dinner. And it was three of them. And yeah, and like there were, there was supposed to, because I had 10 people, I think I had nine people on the dinner re- reservation and what? I only had six people who attend. There was like three other people who weren't able to attend, which was fine. Um, but yeah, it was just very interesting. And mind you, the entire trip, I was supposed to have 17 people attend for my birthday. So we got, for my birthday, I got six people out of 17. Well, two other people, well, four, four other people came from, uh, for like a pre-birthday brunch um, in LA on the 30th. So I appreciated that because I was like, if you can't make the drive, it's fine. Um, and that was that. But yeah, like, because they weren't able to make it to San Diego. But even with that, like, communication, there was still things with that. But yeah, and all, I think I really got to know that, like, there are certain people who, like, are your, I would say, prioritize you. There are friends, there are mutuals, and it is very important to know the difference and, like, to distinct, like, distinguish between who are really there for you and who are really here to, like, support you and show out for you and, like, really treat you um, like they care for you. And that's how I felt in that specific moment. Like I wasn't, I try not to take things very personally, but it was a very moment like, damn, like you didn't even say, you didn't even say you couldn't go. Like there are certain people who didn't even say anything at all. And I feel like if you don't say anything at all, you don't care to say anything at all. Like, I don't know. I know people don't like them, like to say no, people don't like to upset or like, you know, disappoint people. But yeah, I don't know. It was just disappointing not saying anything at all. So to each their own. But ultimately, ended up having a birthday dinner. That was that was just fab and everything. Ended up going to the bars right next over. And that was just a really fun night. That's when I feel like I really experienced Hillcrest. Um, I will recommend go to... It was a Monday. Consider that. It was a Monday right before the 4th of July. And... There, that club, it was called Number One, the Number One, or I don't know, I think it was Number One something something, um, and it was packed on a Monday night. Like I don't know if it was just because of the Fourth of July, the next day over, it probably was because everyone's off. But yeah, it was just a vibe. It was definitely just a vibe. Um, you were able to uh, play your own music in in the dining bar part where it was like it had bar stools and everything. And people were just super nice. Um, and yeah, you were able to play your own music, which I think that should be a staple for everyone going forward. Like, there should be a jukebox, like an upgraded jukebox that you can play your own music. People were playing High School Musical and all these type of throwbacks, like uh, a whole bunch of bad, like batting music. Like, there was a lot of different types of like genres being thrown out. And then in the back, it had the club and the strippers more so, like, more so like the DJ where it had its own music and that was a vibe as well like we were just vibing all night and we didn't like that was the club that we stayed at to the rest like we stopped at one club prior to that but once we found that club we were stuck we were like yeah this is the club this is the night this is what I'm doing for my birthday and it was just a vibe I really appreciated it it was a fun time but yeah that was my birthday we got back later on I said goodbye to my friends because they were headed back all the way back to the IE and then dropping a friend off at LA. And I just really, they are the real ones for that. Like, I was like, wow, like, yeah, yeah. Really appreciate your people who really show up for you. Just saying that. 
Just saying that. Um, but yeah, that was a vibe. And then the next day on the 4th of July, that was pretty much a chill day. Went to Balboa Park. Um, Balboa Park is so beautiful. So beautiful. Can't wait. I'm going for Pride. So you'll see me in Hillcrest and then ending up in Balboa Park for the actual festival. So if you are going, you know, link up with your boy. Let me know. Slide in my DMs and all that jazz. But I'm going for the 15th. I might be there as well as the 16th of July. So 15th to the 16th of July. But we shall see. Yeah. But went to Balboa Park and then ended up going to Ocean Beach for the first time. Um, terrible parking. That was my first time experiencing terrible parking in San Diego. Parking was free. I mean, the only thing that's good about San Diego, parking is free everywhere. Like, well, except downtown. But parking is free ultimately around the beach areas and everything. Like, in LA, you have to, like, pay for almost every beach that you go to. But in Balboa, not Balboa, but Ocean Beach and, like, everywhere in San Diego, everything was pretty free, relatively free. So I appreciated that. And then what else did we do? Went to that, chilled out. Didn't even go into the water that time. Like, it was crazy. I did not, it was just not giving. Like, what? I don't know, I was tired or something. But ended up going back to the Airbnb and then getting ready for the 4th of July parade or parade, fireworks or whatnot. And that was nice. It was, we went to Waterfront, I think it's Waterfront Park. Yeah, we went to Waterfront Park and that was cute. Like seeing everyone gather and all the kids playing at the playground and it's shooting like the fireworks shooting behind the sailboats. It was right by the, um, the Maritime war like the USS Navy ship and everything and then the kissing statue was right over you know I think uh, it was somewhere it was somewhere but yeah it was just it was really cute um yeah it was a vibe I really appreciated that vibe but ended up going back home got a burger and just called it a night and that was that that was very much that then the last day this is when I did my own solo exploration and I think this is when I really felt 23 this is when I came into my own. This is the T. This is where you get in good, you know? So on my last day, I decided I wanted to go to Black's Beach. I was like, you know what? Your boy needs to have his first nude experience. And I did that. <laughs> I did that. I really did that. Um, it was like in Tory, is it Tory Pines or Terry Pines? Something. Um, but it's like a little cliffed area where they have like, parasailing or what's it called i don't know if it's called parasailing i think it's parasailing they have the things where it's like the parachute things and they like glide and everything they jump off the cliff and glide um so i think that's parasailing i don't know if that's parasailing i don't know if that's parasailing uh whatever um but they did that and then under that was the nude beach so i ended up going to the nude beach it was my first nude beach and it was a vibe like at first i was like oh my god my biggest thing was just like as a poc and as a darker skinned person is like it just being a pwi space <laughs> um and it was it was majority that but i think it just had all different types of body types and skin tones and everything that it just felt very comfortable no one felt like really judgy or over staring at you and i wasn't naked i was in a speedo in a, my bright orange speedo which you will be seeing soon because i have not posted it on the gram yet um or well i posted on tiktok but not on like my actual let's chat with carter socials on my personal but yeah like it was just a vibe i really appreciated it it was just like 
one of those times where I feel like you really, it felt, it gave gym energy. Like if you've ever been into the gym and like how everyone stares at each other, not stares, but like, you know, slightly checks, like, you know, checks people out. It very much gave that. And it was just a very human experience. Like, oh, wow. People are like very, very like curious and everyone like is just, I just felt like a really zen place. I would say gym culture, but hippie in a way. And I didn't feel bothered. I got my little space. I sunbathed. Um, I actually started peeling today. Like I needed to wear more sunscreen because the sun was out. It was beating. But it also felt good because I actually got in the water that day. That was the first time I got in the water and because it was so hot that like it just felt good. I went all the way in. I was swimming like a little mermaid. Call me Ariel. And yeah, it was a vibe. It was definitely a vibe. And I recommend everyone go to a nude beach. Because new beaches are where it's at. Like, I need to find one in, like, L.A.'s area or Orange County or wherever because, yeah, it was a vibe. San Diego was a vibe. And it was very queer as well. A lot of gay men. And, like, it was just, it just gave a really good vibe. And it was, like, old people, young people, um, all different types of body sizes. So I definitely recommend that. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable. Obviously, you don't have to be nude. Um, yeah, you don't have to be nude. I would just say, like, out of courtesy, I would just be like, I don't know, for me, I would feel uncomfortable being fully dressed there. I don't know why you would be fully dressed at the beach anyways. That's kind of weird. But, yeah, I was using my little Speedo. That was me being, like, bold in myself because I'm used to wearing a Speedo or, like, a swim brief in general. But, like, well, since last year. I started last year. But, like, I'm still gradually getting into that because, like, America's still weird with, like, speedo culture as well as, like, just nudity in general. But it was nice being in a space where you didn't feel like people were staring at you, you know? Like, people were just kind of doing their own thing and you were the new, new person trying to get the feel of, like, what this is, how the culture is, what you can do and what you can't and all that type of stuff. So it was just really fun. It was a vibe. It was a vibe. And I definitely recommend that. It was the highlight of my time because I was there for four hours. Um, yeah, I think I was there for a whole four hours. It was crazy. Traffic getting back home was terrible though. Like it took me two hours, two hours and something minutes, probably two hours and 30 or something to get back home. It was so annoying. Um, but all in all, SD was a blast. SD was a blast. Don't think I would live there, but I would definitely love to invest in a property out there, do a little Airbnb moment um yeah just vibe and like go out there when i need to and i would definitely just drive out there for a quick minute like i've experienced i think i've been there like about three times three or four times i was born out there moved when i was like relatively like probably three or four or five um after birth and yeah that's like i basically am getting back into san diego and seeing what it's all about um but yeah that was a time that was a time I appreciated my years of being 20, not years, but my time being 22. And this is like a coming of age for me in a way. Like, I think 23 is just different. Like, I don't know what to expect with 23. Like, 22, like, that's a cute twin, twinum year. 21, you know, you're now legal. 18, you're an adult. 20 was, tw I think 20, 20 was you're no longer in the teens. So that was its thing. 19, 19, what was significant about 19? 19 was just a gap year, to be honest. That's what 23 and 19 feel like. Like, those two feel like those years, it's kind of like, ooh. 19 is more like, okay, you're almost there. You're crossing the border. So it was kind of significant. But like 23 
and just feel like what's gonna come at 23 i remember everything each year like what significantly happened for me or like you know it just felt like uh, a shift most definitely but 23 i'm like what what do people talk i don't hear people talk about oh when i was 23 you know you hear like oh when i was 22 or 20 like 5 or 24 you know those are the years that you usually hear so this we'll see you know so far the year has been like i wouldn't say it's underwhelming but it's been very much like a eye-opening experience i feel like more pre like pressured with what am i gonna do like what is like everything that I do now, especially out of college, is like this is my life. This is my journey. This is like I need to see where life takes me, um, and so on and so forth. So yeah, we'll see what twenty three gives. Like I feel very much more on my own in a way, like in my own space, in my own head, and like wanting to take my own journey and understanding that my journey is very different than anyone else's. I think I am very much in this period of okay, we're here, you know? Like, I'm excited, like, for whatever comes, and we'll see. We'll see where we triumphant. Because I've always saw myself, like, having it together by, like, 25, 26. Like, that's my goal. So if we can have it early, let's, we can have it early. I just want to be a little solo, a little independent person. Then, you know, see where life takes me very much. Oh, we can talk about what I want to manifest. Or do I need to, I don't want to do that. We don't need it in the public space. Yeah, I'm moving silence. Sorry, y'all. But, yeah. Um, I think going forward, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about being 22. Um, I think I've gone into it as, like, 21 and 22 were my party years. Like, I think very much club culture, like, being outside. Like, that was my first time being outside, experiencing different types of people. And I would recommend everyone do that. Don't have FOMO, but, like, very much just experience put yourself out there like try different things don't be scared to try anything um, make new friends because when I was 21 I like I was basically I put myself in a whole new space which was LA and like meeting a whole I created a whole new circle for myself I knew no one in LA I started growing and expanding and getting to know different people in LA and befriending people in LA and I think I grew that as a commuter like I did that and I think afterwards and now more so, I realized, oh, yeah, you did do that. You did that on your own. You were driving out there by yourself, getting to know different types of people, creating connections, um, like just really building your craft and socializing and networking, all those, all those type of things and building just stable relationships with people. And I appreciated that. I think of my, my 21 and my 22 um, years old, years of age or whatever. I don't know how I was going to phrase that. But of those years, I think that was very fundamental for me in learning how to socialize and like understanding how I socialize. And yeah, I did that. But 23 will be a different time for me. Um, 23 to 25, I will say I definitely want to hone in on my craft and like really pursue what I want to do. And put myself in situations where I can like see myself for the future, like build that and work towards that and like actually set goals and like actually measurable, like smart goals, basically. Um, specific, measurable, attainable, I don't know. I forgot something, time, I don't know. Um, but retainable, I don't know. It's something, smart goals, smart goals, people, smart goals. But yeah, just making sure I do everything that I need to do and 
be successful. Yeah, that's the goal. Because I want the life that I'm about to live. You feel me? You feel me? Yeah, we're about to get there. And we're all going to be great and be successful and prosperous. And I hope you're there with me for the ride. But yeah, 22 um, was definitely that. 23 is going to be even better. Um, And yeah, I guess, yeah. I think that's my vibe more so. Like, I like hikes. I like doing a a get ready with me type of style of an event for my birthday. I'm not really a wild party. Let's all party, da-da-da-da. I did that for my 21st. I was wrecked. That was it. That's all I needed. Well, no, I did that for my 22nd in Miami. Yeah, so now we're in San Diego. San Diego is more of a chill vibe. It doesn't, I'm not, it's not giving party, party, party. It's giving more so like, let's chill. Let's like do a cute little, cute brunch. And like, let's see, you know, that's the vibe I want for my 23. I think that's going to be my 23s. Because 21, 22 was party. That was party Noah. 23 is going to be like, we're going to get it together now. Like, you know, I was getting it together before. But like still, like we're actually going to hone in on like, I guess, our skills, our crafts, and like make sure we're going in this with a certain mindset um, and being very present and just like taking in whatever life gives and pushing past that. That is the tea for now. Like I feel like I spilled the tea on everything. I was gonna do a new segment called Spill the Tea, but I think I basically spilled the tea. Like there's a lot of other things that happened personally throughout this whole experience, but like, I don't know, I still have friends that be watching this, I don't don't need to join no drama, I ain't that type of person. Y'all can, you know, I like to tell people first, I messed up once with that. A dude that I was talking to heard the podcast before I can talk to him and heard what I had to say before speaking to him, I was like, oh, I messed up there. So I'm very wary of that and will not be doing that in the future. So let me have these chats with these people and then I'll spill the tea next podcast. And next podcast is going to be juicy. Like, I'm excited um, for that. But yeah, yeah. Plenty of things coming in the works. Plenty of things. I am glad I'm 23. We will see how I develop and as I change, as I grow, we will listen back to these podcasts and audios and videos and just see like, this is Noah. Noah has changed so much. And like, we'll discuss on how you changed, what you can relate to and all that type of stuff. I have very high hopes for this podcast as well as my future. And you shall see how that goes. We are 23, hot, sexy, and living. And as always, with that note, follow me on all my socials. Get up to date. Leave messages. Rank this podcast. And as always, y'all, stay purposely you. Bye.